Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. <laughs> This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy Thursday to everybody listening. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. Gordon's vacation continues on. He will be back coming up next week. Scott Gerard is going to come sit in for a couple of hours, uh, coming up here a little later on in the 3 o'clock hour. But we are live today. We're in Midvale. We're at the Bullfrog Spas Hot Tub Clearance Center. It's uh, the exact address if you want to plug it into your uh, Google Maps or whatever. Uh, 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard. But really, it's just 7200 South and 700 West. It's just east of the Top Golf, behind the Culvers. It's very easy to find. Busy part of the valley, meaning you're close. Come by and see us because this is their clearance center. We've been here before. Now, uh, Bullfrog is honestly the best spa product in the world legit in the world. We give you a hundred different reasons why. And and normally we're talking about bullfrogs and we'll talk about their special sales and those sorts of things going on. But listen, this clearance center is the sale of sales. So if you've been thinking about getting a bullfrog spa uh, for yourself, now is the time and this is the place, my friends. So uh, due to some circumstances, they're running out of space. We'll actually get into this with uh, with Cindy coming up a little bit later on. But basically, they're building a whole new facility and long and short of it that these spas have got to go. They need the room. They can't hang on to them any longer. They need to get out of this big back door that I'm looking at right now. So... They've been priced as such. You will never find a better deal on a better product uh, in the spa world ever. And because Bullfrog is a Utah company manufactured here, even though they they ship all over the world and they retail all over the world because we are fortunate enough to be in the same state as where Bullfrog is, is uh, the reason why you have the opportunity to get these deals. So uh, if you've been on the fence about it or you've been thinking about it for a while, now is the time. This is the place. Uh, 7111 South, Bingham Junction Boulevard, but really 7200 South and 700 West. Come by and see us. Uh, we have some other uh, reasons for you to do so as well. We have jazz gear, uh, some very good-looking Jazz shirts. Uh, we have a City Edition shirt for you. We have a Jazz Playoff Edition shirt for you. We have a four-pack of bees tickets for you if you want to come get those while they last. We have a desk ornament, which is really cool, but I never know how to accurately describe. It, it is cool. They usually go really fast, but we have a couple of those. And then we also have some Jazz hats while they last as well. So we have some incentive for you to come down here. But really, you want to take a look at these spas. They are incredible. Uh, Austin, I, I think it would change your life, a bullfrog spa. I think you should consider it. I think it would be a good way for you to relax. Uh, I'm not kidding. I got on their website the other day and started looking at uh, options and prices and uh, sizes just to have a little fun. Uh, it was fun just to build a virtual one. So, yeah, it's something that I might think about doing sometime very, 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 very soon. 
Well, let me tell you, my friend, because I know you like to make a, uh, you know, to uh, to pinch a penny, a penny here and there. But uh, the, the clearance center is the direction I would go if I were you. So mm-hmm. make sure and check them out. 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard. Uh, we've got a lot to do today. We're going to talk a lot of basketball, of course. Uh, Game 6, NBA Finals coming up tonight. Very exciting. Uh, The rumor mill in the NBA continues to crank. I know you talked a lot about that on your show, uh, Austin, from uh, 10 to noon today. I talked a little bit about it with uh, David James this morning when I filled in on uh, DJ and PK, which was a lot of fun. It was was fun to bump into my coworker, Austin, this morning, and we exchanged a a hello coworker. Austin actually uh, referenced me by my employee number. Hello, employee 9626363. A little weird that you know my employee number, Austin, but but nonetheless, I, I responded. It uh, feels appropriate with Gordon out of town because that's normally how he treats us as, hello, their, their fellow coworker. Hello, cog in the uh, machine. But it was fun. Exactly. The cog in the machine that pays my salary. Nice to, uh, nice to uh, see you, sir. Uh, but uh, it was fun feeling in with, uh, with DJ. Got into some interesting conversation. Maybe we'll uh, continue it on here with the big show. Uh, here's the guest lineup. As I mentioned, Scott Gerard is going to be along for the ride uh, as soon as he makes his way down I-15. Not the I-15, but actually I-15. He's going to jump on with us. I, I'm excited to have uh, Scotty fill in today because not only is he hilariously funny and uh, really fun to do a show with. But I want to talk to him about what they're doing with the 1660, and I want to talk to him about college football. Uh, we'll do that coming up in the, in the, at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Um, love participating in the 1660. I want a better gauge on Utah State. DJ asked me a question this morning, and I confidently delivered an answer, and then he talked me out of it. So I want Scotty to maybe talk me back into it or at least give me a – an accurate perception as he sees it. So uh, we'll talk to uh, to Scotty. We'll get his thoughts on the NBA offseason coming up at 3.30 uh, as well. Uh, Sam Amick is going to join the show. NBA Daily Assist at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Perfect day to have Sam on the air. Well, it's never a bad day to have Sam on the air, but perfect day uh, being that it's game day in the NBA Finals and, of course, uh, the, the offseason rumor mill already beginning to churn. Pretty wild uh, that a week from today, Austin, or a week from tonight, is the NBA draft. I can't believe it. It's always one of the biggest and best days here on the station where we pull out all the stops. All our NBA analysts are going to be in the house, Britton Johnson, Tim Lacombe. Uh, we, we have it covered for you down at the Zions Bank basketball campus from the arena. Uh, Locke is usually a big part of our coverage, so always a, a day to highlight on the on the calendar. But, Austin, pretty crazy that that's next week, next Thursday. Yeah. And the good I, news is I, you know exactly what the Jazz are going to do, don't you? Uh, yes. No. You'll I, tell I, us at five. I, I don't. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to it with Sam. I'll tell <laughs> Sam all about it. Uh, in the top of the at the top of the five o'clock hour, so uh, fun to talk to Sam. We're going to talk to Brian Taylor at four thirty as uh, U.S. Open uh, continues on over there at Pebble Beach. We'll get his thoughts on on what's going on, who's hot, who's not, and uh, how he's seen it play out there. As the Real Golf Radio guys are live from California uh, today, tomorrow they were there yesterday. They'll do a live show there Saturday morning as well, and uh, those versions of real uh, those episodes of Real Golf Radio uh, never to be missed as those guys do uh, do a great job so we'll talk to uh, them coming up at 4 30 actually uh three-way top a tie atop of the leaderboard right now at the u.s open 
All three golfers have finished with Ricky Fowler, Xander Shoffley, and Louis Ussaisen all at five under par, 66 there at Pebble Beach today. So we'll uh, we'll continue to keep you updated on that. Uh, as we mentioned, Austin is back at our Carrier Studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Austin, let's talk a little NBA Finals. Let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Could we go back and do it over again? You're damn right. But that's easy to say after the uh, the results. You know, when we gathered all the information, our feeling was the worst thing that could happen would be a re-injury of the calf. And at that point, uh, once Kevin was cleared to play, you know, he was comfortable with that. We were comfortable with that. So the Achilles came as a complete shock. Had we known that this was a possibility, that this was even in the realm of possibility, there's no way we ever would have allowed Kevin to come back. That was Steve Kerr, Game 6 of the NBA Finals is tonight. And, of course, Kevin Durant's injury continues to be big news in the NBA and will continue to be big news for a while because it's absolutely going to have an effect on on the NBA offseason, on free agency, on what uh, Golden State and any number of uh, other teams out there do uh, in free agency. But uh, I was I was glad to hear those comments from, from Steve Kerr. And, of course, that's... He's, he's right on the money. I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, Austin. Like, unless you think that Golden State, the Warriors, committed malpractice uh, medically, like they're, they're doctors, they're trainers, unless they're, they're blatantly breaking the law, really, committing malpractice, then you can't blame this, this on the Warriors. This is just one of those things. It's the risk you take going out there and, and playing. It's the risk you take in sports. And I liked what Steve Kerr had to say right there. Like, if, if you had to do it over again, of course you'd do it differently. Man, if you you knew for a fact that Kevin Durant was going to rupture his, his Achilles tendon, uh, you'd still send him out there? I mean, come on. But I, I'd like to think that that's the case, and, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with Kevin Durant's statement yesterday on Instagram where he wanted to be out there for his teammates. He wanted to play. He's a basketball player. That's what he does. And unfortunately, that was that was the result. And so I, I, I think Steve Kerr is right on the money. He shows concern for his player. Of course, they have concern for, for their players, but this is sports, and you really never know. As far as the game goes tonight, and sitting down here now, next to me, my dear friend. Of course, you're here from noon to three alongside hey, Hans Olsen. Buddy. He is Scott Gerard. Scotty, thank you for sitting in with me today. Oh uh, man. It's great to see you. We haven't done this in a while. I know. And I was thinking we need to, we need to get the Jake Scott and Scott Gerard shenanigans. Should we have a little uh, Jake's browser history segment? I was thinking about that. Should I wonder, we if, that, do I wonder that? if that opens is still in the system somewhere. Because I was actually proud. I wrote that one. I was actually – because you know what it's like when you write production and some of it you just kind of bang out real quick. And then, then one you write and I'm like, I, I, I kind of take a little pride in that one. That's not bad. Yeah, it was – and some of those that you think are good, then they come out on the other end. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh, oh that didn't sound good at all. I, I out that. And then, I, you, and then you blame the production guy like, you suck. That was all better. your fault. I had it in my head how it was supposed to sound. You know, I always. By have, the way, this place is crazy. Yeah, how cool is this? This is really nice. I've never been down here before. So it's huge, first of yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, there's something that, that you're looking for. Uh, you're a big patio guy. They have patio furniture down oh, here, man. too. I should I lo- have mentioned that. I, uh, yeah, we, have, uh, we have invested heavily in patio furniture, and, and, but it never ends. Like, like uh, we always need more. I love 
your patio at, at yeah, your it's house. Nice, you huh? guys, see, you and I have this in common. We are we are patio people. Yes, like I, I want to spend some time on my patio, cooking or relaxing or what have you, and you got to do it in style. My the, what I love nothing more than just to chill out on like a you know a summer evening when it's about. 65, 70 degrees, Ooh. just right before the sun goes down, and you, you can just chill out, have a little beverage, a little, uh, you know, Coke Zero, and just, and or whatever, you know, beverage you're drinking. Whatever floats your boat. And then hang out in a bullfrog spra, and just like, boom, there, there's your evening right there. That's paradise. It's That's as good as it gets right there. No doubt about it. So this is the place don't, to do don't it. Don't get no better than that. Uh, you made an incredible time, you like by that? the way. Yeah, I am impressed. Broke several traffic rules, but that's all right. <laughs> you made great time. Time. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Uh, all right, we'll get to some NBA offseason stuff uh, with Scotty coming up here in a minute, and uh, I do want to talk some football stuff. Yes, with you coming up, we'll do that in the four. I'm curious hour. to know what DJ because t- because a lot of people know Jake is not an easy person to get into an argument with, right? Because uh, well, I, and, and I don't want and like I, I don't want you to be offended when I say this, but there's a little bit like like you, you got a little Trump in you, like. It doesn't matter if you think you're right or wrong. You're just going to dig your heels in. Well, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, I remember, like, we, we'd we get into arguments, and I'm like, Jake, what are you, like, I, you're like, no, the sky's purple. I'm like, no, it's blue. You're like, no, 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 it's purple. It's not. I don't know what you've been thinking what, about it. You are wrong, and you are, <laughs> that's a horrible opinion that you've had. And then you're like, well, I guess it's purple then. I don't know what. So whatever DJ did to talk you out, uh, talk you away from, uh, uh, from from yeah, getting off the stand, I'm curious to know what he did there. All right, we'll we'll get to it at the top of the four o'clock hour. But let's let's talk about tonight for a second. Yeah. Give me give me your gut feeling. I know you've been talking about it for three hours already, but but give me how you're seeing this one tonight. Uh, I am. I know I know we want to have big strong opinions on what's going to happen. I I am right on the fence on this one. I am leaning Toronto, but I am not at all comfortable taking Toronto. Because there's a culture thing that Golden State has right now where they just feel like they're going to win. They, they just feel like they, they had no business winning game five. None. Kawhi Leonard had, had a complete stranglehold on that game. He, he had taken that game over. And, you know, I'm ready to tweet out about like, oh, wow, Toronto, finally, we get a new, you know, welcome some new blood into the championship world. And I, th- there's no way Toronto loses that game. Steph Curry, three. Clay Thompson, three. Tie game. And then Golden State takes the lead. It's like, what happened? Like Golden State just knows how to win games, and that's a tough that's a tough tough hurdle to get over the top of if you're if you're if you're Toronto finding a way to finally put your foot on the throat and finish a team like that the, of that capability it's going to be tough to do it 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 had a little bit of a feeling that game five like um, Roger Federer is down two sets to one and you've got him in the tie break in the fourth yeah and you've basically got him on the ropes. And he somehow survives and then dominates the fifth, and it's all over. Yeah, right? you're on your own on that one, but that sounds about right. Like, I, I don't know my tennis well enough. But the champion, yes. you know, you may have him down and on the on the brink of losing, but somehow they figure out a way to yep. do it. The door is open, and then they, you know, inevitable, they, they go to their you destiny. Know, it, but you can't make any mistakes, though. Like, Nick Nurse should not – Nick Nurse has no business calling that timeout. Like, you can't give them – if you have them down in the fourth quarter, you have to put them away. You can't – so, you know, you can't let any kind of screw-up allow Golden State to get any kind of momentum because they'll run right past you. Personally, from a selfish standpoint, I would love nothing more than Golden State to win this game because I want to 
I want a Game Seven on Father's Day, man. Absolutely. That that sounds like a pretty decent way to spend your Father's Day. That's a gift to every dad out there. You get to watch Game Seven in NBA Finals. Can I ask you this? Uh, I'm curious if you agree agree with me. More egregious error from Nick Nurse: calling the timeout with three minutes left, or not calling the timeout before the last possession. I loved. I think it was Austin who said this, and I think it was really well put. Like you want to you want to save it. You you know you want to. And Austin, I'm butchering your line here, but. Oh, you can't you take you it can't with take you. It with you and then and then you took it with you, right? Like, what what are you doing? Like, either what side of the lane are you driving on right now? Like, pick a side because you want to save your timeout. Or you want to use your timeout before you lose it, and then you have a timeout and you don't use it. So, what were you saving timeouts for? I, uh, <laughs> you're totally right. I found that. Well, let me put it this way. So, I get rolling the dice when there's some sort of reason to roll the dice. Yeah. So, if if you come down with a defensive rebound and it's the final possession, we saw Jerry Sloan do this. Big, yeah. Don't call the timeout because you've got a transition opportunity. The team, other team's yeah. not set up right. So, don't call the timeout. That makes total sense to me. Boogie Cousins gets an offensive foul and it's a dead ball turnover. Yeah. Where the other team gets to set up anyway. Yeah. So why not use the timeout? It's almost like uh, it's almost like Wit in the Washington game calling the timeout at the end of the game when uh, Washington was just running the ball, and he thought, you know, well maybe we'll get the ball back. It wasn't mathematically possible for them yeah. to get the ball back and do anything. So you're like, well, what what's the point of that? And the Nick Nurse thing where he didn't call the timeout, I was like, what was the point of that? Yeah. You could have set something up, gotten Kawhi a shot. You could have figured it out. Yeah, because uh, you know, and that's a th- you, and, and props to Golden State. They, you know, they send uh, Iggy out there to force the double team, get the ball out of Kawhi's hands. Because if you're not, you know, if you don't have anything set up and you're just letting guys free flow, then Golden State's going to take you out of your stuff. And before you know it, you have, you know, a desperation shot that's blocked and game's over. I mean, it just. There was a, and I think Nick Nurse has been really good in this series. I think he's done some really good things. That was not good. He was great in the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, against against Milwaukee, and he I think was terrific. And I think in in good stretches of the NBA Finals, he's been very good. But that was not a good stretch for him. And and afterwards, the well, you know, that's kind of when we take our timeouts, and and that's what we do. And I thought David Locke had a good explanation to it. Well, you know, I get the habit of why you do what you do, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. Just because that's what you've been doing all season long doesn't mean you do that in game five of a potential closeout game in the NBA Finals. Do you remember, and this is how I think about analytics sometimes, that, because everybody's so analytic-driven these days. Do you remember the old, old Simpsons where they, uh, they got all the Major League Baseball players to be the ringers for yeah. Mr. Burns' yep. softball? And Daryl Strawberry is the only one that actually played. And uh, Mr. Burns goes up to Daryl Strawberry and said, uh, "and says, Strawberry, take a lap and hit the showers. Um, I'm putting in somebody to bat for you." And Daryl Strawberry goes, "But I've hit nine home runs today." <laughs> and he said, "Well, you're a lefty, and so is the pitcher. It's called playing the percentages. It's what smart managers do to win ball games." You know, like, okay, so the percentages tell you you should call the timeout at, at three minutes because you're going to lose it and blah, blah, blah. It's the yeah. strategy, and you put all these, you know. But it, it ignores the fact that Daryl Strawberry hit nine home runs today. You know, like, okay, you usually call the timeout with three minutes to go, and there's yeah. probably some sound logic behind it. But Kawhi Leonard just ran off 11 straight points, and you just grabbed the yep. game by the throat. Yep. Don't, I mean... You you could rely on your you, routines, but you, you got to be. You can't, you can't nerd your way out of that situation, right? You, just, you, you play the smart, you, and there's 
the, look, there's a good marriage of numbers and there's a good marriage of what you see in your eyeball test. And uh, sometimes the eyeball test is still the most important thing out there. Well, You're right. let's let's take Kawhi Leonard's mid-range shots in this series and actually throughout the entire playoffs. They're amazing and they're unstoppable. Yet no. there's analytics people out there who will actually tell you it's a dumb shot. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not a dumb shot. Kawhi's making 75% of them. He's dominating the playoffs. So... Like, I get what the numbers say, three is more than two and percentages and this and that, but at what point are you going to leave Daryl Strawberry in to hit because he's had nine home yep. runs today? Yep. I'm with you. I am one. And that's always a fun thing. And I think for the most part, the, uh, the analytic geeks out there get that. I'd like to think so. But at the end of the day, there's still some people out there. Like, I get into arguments all the time during football season when a team goes for two in the third quarter when, you know, let's say they missed an extra point or something like that, and they try to chase points. There is nothing that drives me nuts more in football than coaches that chase points with a two-point conversion. It's a dumb thing to do. And I will get geeks out there like, it's the right move to make. In fact, you should be going for two every time. I'm like, shut up. No. No, a team lost to Carolina, lost a Super Bowl against the New England Patriots because they chase points. It's a stupid move. Take the easy point and wait until the very last minute before you have to go for two. It's just sound logic, but the, but you you get nerded out all the time. No, statistically, it's the right. Shut up. No, it's not. It's not. Don't you just want to grab that card from them that tells them oh, everything the they worst. should do and throw it on the ground and stomp on it? I just hate it. Anyway, but to your point, I really I am excited for this game tonight. I will be actively cheering for Golden State because I'm selfish and I want a game seven in this series. But I really think this could be a game that that really defines Toronto because if Toronto, let's say there's another opportunity for them to put this game away in the fourth quarter and they don't do it, I think Golden State will have all the mental edge. Obviously, home court really doesn't matter that much in this series because you know the, what, the last four teams have won on the road, right? Um, and so if somehow Golden State finds a way to win at home and Toronto can't close it out. If they're in a position to close it out and they can't do it, Golden State's going to return to Toronto with all the mental edge in this thing, knowing that it's like your little brother. I'm sure, like, Mac always wanted to beat you in tennis or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. And and I'm sure you were in his head and you screwed with his brain all the time. And and even though he may have been, I don't know if he was, you know, stronger or faster or whatever. He was a better athlete. Uh, I'm sure but he, he never won. Exactly. I'm sure you were in his head the whole time. Exactly. It's, same thing with Golden State. If Golden State finds a way to win tonight, especially if it's like what happened in Game 5, Toronto's going to be like, we just can't beat these guys. Right. Can I ask you a quick Father's Day question before we talk to uh, to Cindy and uh, talk yes. to some Bullfrogs boss? Absolutely. you're a veteran father, and I often look to you to for for guidance yeah. and as a great <laughs> example, and especially the the three amazing, well-adjusted children that you're, you're uh, currently raising, by the way. My namesake, Jake Scott Gerard, Jake Scott Gerard, doing some amazing things out there. Big congratulations to him. He's a good man. Going uh, to, he, by the way, he's uh, going to Dallas this weekend. Oh, he is for the for Nationals. Yeah, for Nationals oh, this weekend. For him, man, I'm 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 in his corner. Although, I hope he kills although it. what you told me about what goes on there makes me a little nervous. It's know. it's a good time in a young person's life. It's it's fun. I, I don't want to hear that. He's going to have a great time. I don't want to hear that. All right. So, quick Father's Day question. Yes, yes. All right, and, and this pertains to our current current conversation. Is Father's Day a day where you have to actually spend it with your kids because you wouldn't be a father without them, or is it acceptable to say, "Leave me alone"? It's Father's Day. I'm going to watch the U.S. Open and then and Game Seven. Uh, I, okay, it is a celebration of fatherhood. All right. And so, yeah, you have to spend it with your kids. 
Okay. I was, I was worried you were going to uh, say No, that. no, no. Back, you know, back then, when I was at your point of being a father, I'd be like, you know what I want? I want everybody out of the house, and I want to sit, and I just want to watch golf or NBA, whatever. And then you realize your kids want to celebrate you being a father and all the good stuff, so they want to celebrate that with you. So you open up your loving arms and welcome everybody in, and you okay. all watch golf together. All right, because I, I know on Mother's Day, you know, we gave my wife the the option she could go play golf if she wanted oh, to. Oh, really? And she was like, no, I want to spend it with the with Sadie, oh, with the toddler. And now, because, and, now that, and now that that precedent's set, you you did that just for Father's Day, didn't you? Uh, I may have yeah, you did. You, tested you, the water you were, you were a little bit. You laying the groundwork. That's a smart move by you. Because <laughs> I'd really like to play golf and watch TV, and... I'm going to feel guilty about that, aren't Winter, I? Is your birthday in the summer? That's it is. Okay, that's something you can pull off for your birthday. Okay. All yeah. right, so save it for the birthday. I would birthday. say save that for your birthday. Right. Father's Day, you need to celebrate with the family. All right. All right, good to know. Uh, joining us now, we are, we are live from the Bullfrog Spa Hot Tub Clearance Event, 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard, but really 7200 South and, and 700 West. And our good friend Cindy joins us uh, once again here on the big show. And, Cindy, did you hear Scotty's reaction when he walked in and saw this? this Incredible. I know. How awesome is this? It is huge. Yes, we're excited. Thank you for being here. Oh, we're really excited. And, the, you know, the great thing is, is that you've got something that's going to match up with whatever, you know, whether it's color or size or whatever. It seems right. like you've got the, the, the overall just variety of what you've got here is really impressive. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have this. We're trying to clearance it all out. We're building a factory out in Harriman. And so we're looking at not taking this stuff with us so <laughs> it's here we're, we're we're making deals so it's got to go. help bullfrog get rid of these spas me that means good prices for you and i, I was saying this earlier you guys are a utah company they're, they're, you ship all over the world but it's manufactured here so right. if you lived in topeka kansas you would never have access to this kind of pricing on these bullfrogs you're absolutely right and not to mention all the furniture we have too we're doing the same thing we want to clearance it out and so come on by. They've got something for you. The, fur, the patio furniture is great. And we talk about this all the time, Cindy. Bullfrog is, is absolutely the best in the spa industry. In fact, kind of reinventing some of the ways things are done. Um, the absolutely best product out there. wonder what kind of jetpack we get Scotty into. I'm down. Let's you know roll. what? He would like the neck masseuse. I can see it. Yeah, let's do that. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Ah, that's You know, that's the other thing, too. You know, you swap those things out. It does a bunch of different things. It's really impressive. And and you're tall, so you can sit in the tall seat and move your favorite jetpack in that seat. See? Bam. It's unique to Bullfrog. Customizable. All Love right. It. Thank you very much, Cindy. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll have more of the big show. Scotty G sitting in for Gordon on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Jason, good morning. You're on the air with DJ and PK. So you guys are the champions of morning talk radio. Oh, nice. And one, and it's this queen. That reminds me of DJ. Queen of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You had a, you broke up a little bit. Could you repeat that? Those two reasons. Say it again. I said because you guys are the champions of morning sports talk radio. Yes. And DJ is the queen of soccer. DJ and PK are the champions of morning radio, and DJ individually is the queen of soccer. I like it. It makes complete and total sense to me. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Band of the day today, the Velvet Underground, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Velvet Underground, selected by Scott Scotty G. Well done, Scotty. Listen to that voice of Lou Reed's right there. Rest in peace, Lou. Man, I love this song. Uh, by the way, great soundtrack. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen the movie High Fidelity. Oh, love that movie. Great soundtrack to that movie. This is uh, that was my first introduction to the Velvet Underground. Was through that soundtrack, and then uh, and then I was a fan ever since. Underrated, way oh, yeah. underrated. Well done. Hey, by the way, uh, if you that's why I always wanted to do like a segment on the movie zone, but they never have invited me to do mm. it. And I pitched it several times. Is like I wanted to do like a tell me like more a, a movie. <laughs> Tell me more. A movie that like nobody like really talks about that much. Like I think like the John Cusick back to back, like Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. Those are movies that people have not watched and they need to. Man, Cusack did so. Cusack see, had a really good run there. Didn't he have that that whole theory like one for you, one for me? Didn't that uh, originate with Cusack where he'll do one mainstream, yeah, yeah. whatever, yep. and, and then, then I get a freebie. His next one was was one for him. High Fidelity is one of. If you're a music fan. High Fidelity is one of those must must watch movies, and a uh, well, a Nick Hornsby book too. I have not read the book. Yeah, really good book. Yeah, yeah. check it out. See, I, I want to talk about that because you and I we give book ideas back and forth. I talk about books on my show, and Hans and Lloyd mock me. I know they do. What's the matter with them? You I guys should I, have the Book Zone podcast. The two of you. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. That's actually. not a bad idea. Actually, the book club. Do a little zone book club. Jake and Scott's book club. I could get into that. Thank you, Austin. Great idea. And yes, the and I, by the way, I think Austin was mocking us when he said that, but I think it's a good idea. I think no. we should run with it. And yes, the book is always better than the movie, Ugh. with very few, if any, exceptions. I'm trying to think. I can't think of a lot of exceptions. That how about any movie that you don't have to read a book in? Austin, you're what re- did that even mean? You're, you're, there's you're no reading in movies. That's what that means. You ever hear the Chris Rock take on books versus movies? Chris Rock's take is, you know why I like the movie? It's over in 90 minutes, there's no reading, and then I can take a nap. Well, I feel bad for Chris Rock now. Um, I've not read the, uh, everybody always goes to like the Godfather. Uh, I've not read the books, so I don't know how how great those books are. The books are, are well, it's really one book, but it's terrific. Yeah. One book that covers mostly two movies. Okay. So, yeah, that I, I've not read, so I can't – I've always heard that may be the one. I, I remember uh, I was in high school, and I got into Grisham for a little bit, and I remember I read The Pelican Brief. I'm like, wow, that was an incredible book. Saw the movie was coming out, and it was complete and total trash. And even you didn't at, like Julia Denzel Roberts? Denzel and Julia didn't hold a candle to the book. And it's the first time where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Probably should stick with the book. You know what? I really – I love Grisham because, man, you can just zone out and pound oh, those yeah. things out. They're great. Yeah. They're, just, they're like a good beach read because it's just you don't have to think too hard and you're just chilling. And, and I will say this, because of you know the uh, Utah State stuff and a lot of drives to Logan, I have been doing the audio book thing. Sure. And does that count as reading? Can you say, like, I've read the book if, you, in fact, you actually just listen to the book? Yes, I do because you're still uh, comprehending the book, whether you're doing it visually or audioly. So, or audioly. Audio, yeah, you know, whatever. Sure, why not? Uh, you're still comprehending that book. So, yes, I, I think you can count that, count that. And we've all got to cram it into our busy lives somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I say that counts. The audio book of a book that you actually gave me, and, I, um, and then I listened to it, was, uh, oh, what was it? The Don Winslow book, the first one. Oh, The Power of the Dog? Power of the Dog. 
that one was a little weird because there's some scenes in there that are pretty uh, – there's some stretches in there that are pretty uh, pretty rough, and hearing a guy read that out loud was a little like, boy, I hope somebody doesn't overhear this in a traffic light right A little now. jarring. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a new one. I just started yes. it. Yeah, tell I'm me about it. 200 pages in, so I'll let you know. Nice. The cartel. Uh, Scotty, I want to I ask you about the NBA offseason because uh, you usually have a pretty good bead on these things, and I know you talk to people around the NBA all the time. Kevin Durant's Achilles injury. You know, Brian Windhorst said this changes everything. Would you agree with that from where you, from where you sit? How does it change anything, and what does it change? To me, it changes it if and, – and, and – and I think that's the initial reaction because I remember when he had the calf injury and we all thought it was an Achilles right away. I came out, I, I was, you know, you, I don't know about you, but I, I, I'll get these tweets and I'll ready, get ready to hit send. And then I'm like, you know. But I, I was about ready to send the same thing. Like the whole NBA landscape of the NBA just got turned up on its head. Well, then we found out it was a calf injury and, and everything seemed to be fine, at least at the time. And then he actually does go out and tears Achilles. And I was thinking the same thing, like, oh my gosh, this. Again, as you said, it changes everything. But then you think about it. Is there a team out there that wants Kevin Durant that didn't that doesn't want him now? Like, See, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a team that was willing to give him however much money they possibly could based on the letter of the law of the collective bargaining agreement that won't give him that same amount now. Like, with the Utah Jazz, if, if Kevin Durant and, uh, and uh, Rock Sports called up and said, hey, you know what? We'd come to Utah. Would they not clear out everything they could to get Kevin Durant? In a heartbeat. Of course they would. So I don't know if it, it, it doesn't change in that regard. I guess the other question is, can he package up with another player? Can he go to Brooklyn and go to Kyrie? Does Kyrie – would he be less likely to play with Kevin Durant because of the KD injury? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, you're going to be a year without him, but he'll be back into, you know, in November of 2020. And he may not be Kevin Durant, but he'll be 85 90% of Kevin Durant, which is still pretty darn good. So, yeah, it's, it's easy to make that initial reaction, but I'm with you. I don't know if it really changes that much. Well, and the people out there who say, are saying, well, he could opt in, those people are no, crazy. I don't know about that. Those people are out of their mind. So the only way that, uh, that I think it changes anything is I think it makes Kevin more likely to go back – Not. Not more likely than the alternatives, but more likely than it was to go back to Golden State. Because if I'm Kevin Durant and I just went through this excruciating injury, I'm thinking I need to get every dollar guaranteed I can possibly get. Oh, really? So because get, I don't know what kind of shape I'm going to come back in. Get that extra year. Get that extra year and that extra. Because if he, if he comes back at 75 to 80% of, of what he was before, then all of a sudden, what is that? You know, after you get out four years, are you going to be due fifty million dollars? You can get that kind of contract because he's going to be at that point. What, Scotty? Three thirty-five, yeah. thirty-four, thirty-five. He's thirty now, right? Right. Almost, he'll be thirty-one by the start of next year. So at that point, wouldn't you want the extra year at that max, guaranteed or whatever? And you could even force your way out of Golden State later if you're all that worried about it. Yeah. But I would, I would, I think that it's now more likely that he returns to Golden State because he can get that extra year. It's an interesting I, – I could see that. That makes sense to me. I could also see him looking at, like, if I go to New York and I can be the guy, um, maybe I make that money, ex- that extra money up. But he's already getting all the endorsements he needs. 
there's not. I don't think there'll be any less endorsements if he goes back to Golden State. So yeah, that makes sense to me. It certainly, if it changes anything, it changes Kevin Durant. It doesn't change what other teams think about him. Totally and, agree. And it doesn't change what I think other players would think of playing with him. If I'm Kyrie Irving, I still want to play with him. If I'm any other high-level free agent, I want to play with Kevin Durant. And I think, if anything, it gives whatever franchise he goes to a year to get it together. Yeah. Because look, at LeBron goes to the Lakers, and they're, they're not ready to compete for a championship with or without LeBron, and then they're scrambling to figure out what they're going to do to get to the next level. Kevin Durant signs in New York. They, can, they have a year to figure it out before Kevin Durant even hits the floor. Yeah. Makes sense. I just I, – I, I cannot wait till July 1, and frankly, we'll know what's going on pretty quick around June 28, June 29, where it'll start to get out where guys are leaning and, and how close they are to pulling the trigger on going to individual teams. But I, I think this is going to be really fascinating. But I'll ask you this. Do, do we pretty much do, – do those individuals involved, those players and those maybe not GMs but those agents, do they already know how this is going to play out? Okay, the, yes, to a certain extent, because I do think the draft night can change stuff. With trades. With trades. Yeah. And all of a sudden, maybe some, some teams have cap room that maybe that's you fair. didn't know. That's fair. I, so if AD ends up in L.A., that will change things quite a bit. Right. Yeah. And actually, that's, that's a great example of it, because yeah. AD may not want to go to Boston, but if, if Danny Ainge thinks he's got a shot at retaining Kyrie by acquiring AD... Which he does not, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't think so either, but... I mean, if he pulls the trigger on that, he must think himself that he does. Yeah. Right? And so maybe Kyrie says, okay, KD is, is not going to be back for a year, so I, I can't wait to team up with him. Not that he would say that per se, but maybe I stay in Boston and play with Anthony Davis because we're going to contend for a title next year. I think he's going to Brooklyn, by the way. I do too. I think that's I don't think Brooklyn pulls the trigger on that trade without – Without some level of assurances, oh yeah, that that something's going down. Well, and then him signing with Rock Nation, yes, uh, I mean yesterday. I mean that they've got such deep connections with Brooklyn. And by the way, Jay Z is no longer an owner; he's a former owner of the Nets because when he started Rock Nation, he had to sell it. Yep. But his what is it? CEO of Rock Nation is the twin brother of the president of the Nets. I mean, he bought a house in Brooklyn too. You know how much uh, we all love those rumors. Yeah. Well, he bought a house in Brooklyn. What's going to happen? But I think that's I think that's a, a done deal, and I think that's frankly a good fit. And then they then you have to ask yourself about you know the Tobias Harris thing. Is there implications there? I just everybody looked at okay with KD and the injury. Do they then start passing on KD and start looking at a, no? Would you rather okay? And again, I hope he's in a Jazz uniform. Do you want a KD uh, Kevin Durant on your team post Achilles injury? Or do you want Tobias Harris? You want Kevin Durant, even with the Achilles, and waiting a year. It's Kevin Durant. Like, stop. Like, it just, I don't think it really impacts the landscape of the NBA that much. I do think- now, it, it impacts in terms of how players talk about injuries, load management, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily trusting doctors on your team. That stuff's going to be, I think those are the ripple effects that are going to have huge implications down the line of of players trying to take more control over their careers and maybe not always trusting team doctors as much. That's legit, by the way. Yes, that I agree with. But but other than that, in terms of where guys are going to end up in the landscape of free agency, I don't think it really impacted the, 
the world yeah, that I'm, much. I'm with you. All right, we'll get to more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. We're live at the Bullfrog Spa's Hot Tub Clearance Center, 7200 South, 7th West, uh, right uh, just east of Top Golf, right behind the Culver's. Very easy to find our zone vans right out front. Come take advantage of these great deals. Grab some jazz shirts uh, while you're at it. You can meet the world famous Talon. He'll help you uh, find a hat, or you could have. Have you figured out a good way to talk about these? these office no, ornaments no i don't in fact you're doing a far better job than i am because they're cool they're cool I, I just don't know what you do with them i i don't know what purpose they serve uh i said on on our show if you have somebody that comes into your house uh looking to burglarize your house it may make for a good weapon oh that's a good point yeah um, fight back with that thing it, it does solid i know it's got a solid base to it uh, but it will sit on things and so if you have a stack of papers that you want to make sure that stay there, it will sit on them and, and it will hold that pile down. Um, but other than that, it looks really good. It's just something, it's a conversation starter. There you Somebody go. sits at your desk, you're like, hey, what is that? Check this out. And you're out. like, I don't know either, but it's jazz and it looks cool. So it's amazing. <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Three, two, one, one, one. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on five. Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you, join us tomorrow from 3 to 6 at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your blow mind. Blow your mind. I love it. Tom down there. Picked up a, my wife picked up a dresser from Tom. She should. Yeah. I mean, that's just. There was a place she was looking at that uh, she, she knew exactly what she wanted. I'm like, hey, go see Tom before you pull the trigger on that. Went down there, found the exact same piece for like $300 cheaper. I love it. Tom will show you where it's priced elsewhere, too. Oh, yeah. No, he, say, he, this he, is here, 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 and yep. we're going we're gonna to get below that for you. So good dude. Yeah, I bet Jenny has good taste in furniture. Uh, she does. Really good job. Yeah, I bet she does. All right, we're live at uh, the Bullfrog Spas Hot Tub Clearance Center, 7111 South, Bingham Junction Boulevard, basically 7200 South and 7th West. We've got a listener coming down grabbing a shirt right now. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. We have bees tickets. We have jazz hats. And, of course, uh, the best deals on these Bullfrog Spas. Absolutely unbelievable. We've got some breaking news in the NBA, Scotty. Former jazz assistant Igor Kokoshkov has been hired as an assistant coach with the Sacramento Kings. Didn't uh, last on the free agent market very long, and deservedly so. Smart coach, great in development. Uh, can be attributed to a lot of the development of some good players here uh, for the Utah Jazz. And uh, I'm sure, you know, that's the, that's the tough part about when you leave a, a place, they got to fill your job. You know, they got to fill your spot. Yep. And I'm sure had Alex Jensen gotten a, a head coaching job somewhere, Igor would have been back in the Jazz Jazz uh, group pretty quick. That's, yeah, but by the way, hundred percent speculation on my part. But 
Had Alex, I mean, it just would have made too much sense to get Igor back into the fold. If you were in a coach's uh, Kokoshkov shoes a couple years ago and you knew that Phoenix was just a disaster waiting to happen, bad ownership, they fired their general manager, what, five days before the season started, and, of course, Igor had taken the job by then. Uh, But there are only one in 30, right? Yeah, that's only 30 of those jobs in the world. Would you, knowing you were walking into a disaster, could you possibly in good conscience pass on something like that? I don't think you can. I just because you know you know the worst case scenario you're still going to walk away with a lot of money, but you know I got to imagine you have a certain level of competitiveness uh, when you're when you take that job thinking I'll, I'm going to be all right. I got a system. I know the way I want to do things. I'm going to be all right. And you're confident. You feel pretty strong in how you can do things. And you're like, I don't care about ownership. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to be successful. Obviously, that's not always the case. And your parting gift is a nice little buyout at the end of a contract. So I, I think you have to take it. You just absolutely have to take it. I, I couldn't agree more. But And I, I usually hate these takes like, oh, I knew this was going to happen when this. But I'll, I'll tell you this. I knew Coach Kokoshkov was his days were numbered when Devin Booker checked himself back into that game yeah. against the Jazz. Yeah, yep. When Devin Booker basically overrode the coach, and I know that – you know, Igor would probably never admit that or, or whatever. But Devin Booker didn't come back into that game because the Suns needed him. You know, he came back into that game to get 50, and he checked himself back into that game. And you got to say, you got to look at that and go, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know who's running the show down there, but it's not Igor. Well, yeah, and when you when you lose those kind of battles, it's tough to come back from in a locker room too. You know, it's like other players see that. Other players take note of that. So, yeah, it's it's probably time as if you're an owner to be like time to time to move on. And because also two players know where where they stand with ownership. Like as as great as John and Carl were, they always knew that Larry would always have Jerry Sloan's back and deservedly so. Yep. And so nobody's going to pull rank like that if if you have a coach that you know and respect and you know that uh, the ownership has their back. If you know that ownership you know, isn't a big fan of that head coach, you can do whatever you want, especially if you're Devin Booker. The Jazz are actually one of the few franchises out there that actually have the credentials to say the, the coach is the final word. Yeah. Because they, it came down to a coach and a star player, and they picked the coach. Yeah. I mean, now it didn't go down as, as smoothly as that, but, uh, I mean, Jerry stepped down, and Darren Williams was on the team for – what, a week? A Two week? Weeks? A week and a half? Yeah. And so they weren't you – know, how many NBA franchises actually would have done that, first of all, but have done that? Yeah. So players can come in here and they can say, well, you better listen to Quinn Snyder because his, his, <laughs> his opinion is the only one that matters, and they actually have the track record to back that up. Well, and we've heard, you know, the whole side of that story. Greg Miller, I think, did a great job of relaying uh, the – blow by blow of, of that and I think Darren Williams has come out since then but Darren didn't know that you know Kevin O'Connor and Greg Miller both went to Jerry and said look we're going to move him like he's going to get traded that was they were just working waiting for Carmelo and the Knicks to figure in Denver yep. to figure things out and then Darren was going to go to the team that didn't get Carmelo and so it was just like hey you know this is going to happen. It's not like Darren won that battle for a week and a half. I mean it was Darren was always going to get traded it was just a matter of waiting for yep. the Carmelo Anthony 
and uh, Denver New York Nick deal to get done. That that Greg Miller when we talked about that that was with you and Hans, wasn't it? That was uh, compelling. Well, it was a. Uh, it, I, I would love to say it was with Hans and I, but it was a. Uh, it was a lot like how you know how Tom Holmo has those media gatherings. Yeah, right, right, right. Greg Miller had one of those where he, he, he every media outlet was invited and he talked about the organization. And then at the end, he's like, do you have any questions? And David James was there, too. David's like, tell us about Darren. Or said something about Darren. And he's like, you guys don't want to know that story. And both DJ and I are like, yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. But Booker checking himself back into that game. It was like, oh, man, yeah. Igor does not he does not have that locker room and obviously doesn't have the support of the front office. So, But at least he took them for, what, $9 million or whatever his buyout was, and now he's a, an assistant under Luke Walton. In, by the way, a real up-and-coming situation there in Sacramento. Uh, I think that they're going to give them every opportunity to be successful, and I like that roster. Like, Love that roster. Sacramento was kind of my uh, NBA league pass guilty pleasure last year. I loved watching Sacramento play. They're just, they were just a fun team with a bunch of good young players that didn't really know any better and and played loose, played fun. It was a fun style of basketball, and I think Luke Walton would be a good fit there. De'Aaron Fox is fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. He is a that is a special player. All right, coming up right around the corner, I want to talk a little college football with Scotty G. I want to get his early feedback on the sixty and sixty, but uh, bring up a a topic DJ brought up this morning, and uh, DJ had me thinking twice about something. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that coming up right around the corner. But we are live from Bullfrog Spas, their hot tub clearance center, seventy one eleven South Bingham Junction Boulevard, but really just the corner of seventy two hundred South and Seventh West. You'll see the uh, Zone Van right out front. But uh, Cindy, and Cindy joins us once again, this is a great, this is the best time for our listeners to get in on one of these bullfrog spas because they're they're priced to move. you got to move them. They are. We we have clearance pricing. We've got some of last year's models. We have display models, uh, factory seconds. So, yeah, we're ready to, everything must go. Let's talk for a second about why you guys have the best product out there. And Bill took me on a tour of your of your factory, and I got right. to see the big machine that heated up the plastic and, and did the mold. Yeah. But the point is there's no seams in these tubs. They're, they're not going to leak. Right. Um, we build them with jetpacks, so we've reduced the plumbing by up to 90% of a conventional spa. So um, a lot less plumbing. You're able to personalize the spa, move your jet packs around to different seats. It's very unusual, and you've got to see it. And the energy efficiency on it is, is not matched. I mean, it's, it's amazing. you'll actually save money, well, in comparison, of course, on your power bill because they, they use very little. Right. Um, even the California Energy Commission uh, rates us very low in energy costs, so. And they have really high standards. Good. Yes, they do. Yeah, they, they have that high standards state on that. they do. Yep. But on top of everything else, you also have some great patio furniture. Now is the we time do. of year. You're arming your patio and you want to be ready to go. It's all priced down here to move. Yeah, and it is nice stuff. Very nice. So we've been enjoying sitting in a few <laughs> seats. <laughs> so. Yeah, not a, a bad place to just uh, come and take a load yep. off over there. That sounds pretty good. But uh, thank you very much, Cindy. You're thank the best. You. We All appreciate right. it. All right, come and see us. 7111 South Bingham Junction Boulevard has some jazz gear for you as well. Talking college football coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This 
is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Does Mike Conley fit the need for the Jazz? Yes. He upgrades that position. I think that he complements the team. And by the way, Mike Conley plays through stuff. From seasons two through nine, he missed a combined 85 games. Then he did his Achilles. But then he did something that you never see. He bounced back so strong, missed only 12 games last year, and averaged a career high in points per game at 21.1. By the way, he's got a defensive rating of 105 last year. I like the idea of Mike Conley. If you can't get a D'Angelo Russell, if there's no way that you can trade for Drew Holiday, which it looks like the Pelicans are dead set on building around him, then I think Mike Conley would be my third choice. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.